0: Welcome back to the Ritual and Routine podcast. I am your host, Mary Spirito, optimization advisor, think health coach and life coach all in one, energy healer and yoga teacher. Yes, I know. I wear many hats. It's what I do. I taste lots of parts of life. But really, at the core of what I do is I seek to bridge the gap between the body and the mind, between the holistic and scientific. So it is my hope that with this podcast, I am able to bring you guys actionable tools, tips, tricks, all of the ins and outs that there is to know to really understand the intersection of the mind and the body so that you can focus on whatever it is that lights you up we got to stay connected you guys because that's what community is all about so be sure to follow me on instagram at ritual and routine and let me know how you like the show let's chat again if you enjoyed what you learned or the conversation that we had on this podcast today then please share it with your fellow community members Um, it's through sharing that others are able to see and learn what is possible for themselves through doing this work be sure to subscribe to this podcast and I will love you forever if you leave a review. I mean, I mean it forever. <laughs> you guys, this is the first podcast that I've taped since quarantine started. So, a long time, <laughs> like over two months. But so much has happened for me during this quarantine. Like, you, I would have never have imagined that me being within the confines of my house in Kentucky that I will have gone through such an amazing shift. but it really goes to show how like your internal landscape is just full of expansion and surprises. If you're like, hmm, what the fuck does that mean? Don't worry we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about it um but yeah this, this quarantine has been there's been a lot of a lot of ups. Um, A few downs, especially on the front end, um, but I think that the downs actually really helped to fortify the ups. So my uncle at the beginning of quarantine actually passed away from COVID and a woman who was a really close family friend of ours, she was basically my aunt, I mean even closer than my aunt, passed away the week before. So it was a really difficult time for my family at the beginning of quarantine Um, But I think that enduring those hardships actually really allowed me the space to be like, okay, what exactly? Like life is short. What is it that I want to bring? What value do I want to bring so I can help people to really step into their power and live their best lives? So it's been really amazing. I've gotten, um, man, I'm like, where do I even start? Do I start with like the spiritual shifts that have been happening or the fact that I've been able to... I'm going to be coming out of this quarantine in this time of COVID-19 with, um, two new certifications under my belt, two new tools to help me expand or the fact that I've started a new offering with energy healing. I mean, like, where do I even begin? (laughs) This is my problem is that I, I love to touch on like five different topics at once I do think that I have the ability to sometimes make that conversation cohesive even if I'm talking about multiple different subjects, but I realize that it's probably not conducive to a um, a pleasant listening experience, so I'm going to try to keep it in one lane. Bear with me. So today, I thought that what we would do would be to do a little coaching lesson. Okay. A little coaching tool that I'm going to take from my hands and put into yours. And why I think that this tool is so powerful, especially at this time is that it will give you, it will point you in the right direction in order to start understanding where it is that you need to work a little bit. If you are interested in following in my footsteps when it comes to looking at the places in your life where you can expand, right? Places in your life where you may be feeling held back. Um, And why this is so important is because really misalignment is the core of stress and anxiety. So, the more that we can get in alignment with ourselves and every aspect of our life, the more satisfaction that we have. And the more satisfaction that we have, the more ease and flow that's in our life. And the more that we bring in abundance and the more, more that we're able to manifest, like it just, it's something that you, that I encourage everyone to do because it doesn't just create, um, opportunity for yourself at the ground level but it changes your fucking life guys once I mastered this concept (laughs) my life changed I decide everything that exists in my reality in the present moment my relationships where I am how I'm traveling how much money I'm making um, etc that is all something that I was able to plant the seeds for in my conscious control because Being in alignment has allowed me the resources and has freed up the energy for me to devote to being able to manifest and bring these things and attract these things really into my life. Before I get into the exercise itself, I do think it's very important to talk about satisfaction factor and satisfaction stream. So these are two things, two concepts that are the pinnacle of my practice really, because it is so important to understand how satisfaction is such a huge driver for your behavior and your buffering behaviors too that that happen in your life. So what does that mean? So the more satisfied that you are in your life, meaning the more aligned that you are with Your natural inclinations, your aptitudes, meaning things that you are naturally good at, things that you're naturally curious of, and things that you are naturally drawn to, the more that you lean into those pieces, the more satisfied that you will be, the less that you will feel in misalignment, and the less that you will feel anxiety and stress because you are not building rapport with your core desires, okay? Another side of that is looking at this in the scope of relationships, right? So say that you are in a friendship or in a romantic relationship where you are not feeling safe and you're not feeling satisfied to speak your needs, um, to be able to show your true self. So you're feeling misalignment in that aspect and dissatisfaction because you're not truly able to show up as you are. Okay. So I want you to think of the satisfaction factor. Let's picture in front of you that there is a spectrum. Okay. And at the middle of this spectrum is a toggle. Okay. So that you can move this toggle up and down the satisfaction spectrum. Okay. The more aligned that you are, so the more that you listen to your intuitive pools. The more that you do and act in accordance with how you truly want to be and not just in accordance with how the people that love you want to be, the more that you are able to slide that satisfaction toggle up so that you are satisfied, the more alignment that you find in your life. The more alignment that you find in your life, the more that you are able to devote energy and the more energized that you are by your life in order to manifest the things that you want to be in your life as well by choosing your core desires and by choosing your satisfaction and acting in alignment with that, the more that you show your subconscious that you understand that you are worthy of whatever those core desires are every time that you say yes to alignment in some aspect of your life, you're also building rapport with your subconscious mind, with your intuition so that you internally on a subconscious level know that you got you, that you trust you. Okay. You understand that you are going to act in accordance with your highest good. However, if you are living in continuous misalignment in certain aspects of your life. You face dissonance, right? You feel inside of you this deep-seated stress and anxiety because your subconscious mind sees and tells you continuously that you are not in alignment with a relationship, with a job. But instead of listening to that intuitive pull, instead of realigning yourself... You continue to do whatever pattern, whatever behavior. You continue to participate in whatever relationship or job that you know you don't like or that you know is not in alignment for you. So you break rapport with your intuition. You break rapport with the subconscious mind so that subconsciously you begin to not trust yourself, right? You begin not to trust your intuition And what does that look like on an external level is you start to look outside of yourself at other people in your life, um, at social media, at whoever really, whoever's offering to tell you how to live your life or to tell you how you should eat or to tell you... (laughs) how you, what you should consume, how you should be navigating relationships because you do not trust yourself because you have broken rapport with yourself and your intuition from being in misalignment in aspects of your life for a prolonged period of time. Your subconscious mind no longer feels like it trusts you. You no longer at the core trust you. And we are not designed to have a lack of trust within ourselves, right? We are designed to look inward and understand that we have divine wisdom within that is our guidance system. We have a very elegant, intuitive system that tells us what to eat, when to eat, how much to eat. That tells us you'd no longer feel comfortable or safe in that relationship. You've outgrown that relationship, right? but we continue to squash those down. We continue to disassociate from those intuitive pulls. Why? Because we're fucking scared. It always comes down to fear. We're scared of rejection. We're scared of failing. We're scared that we are actually not worth our dreams. And that, um, and also it's worth noting that a lot of times We have programming that is structured around this infrastructure of fear for different places in your life. Maybe that looks like a job, right? Maybe you had parents who were like, unless you're a doctor or a lawyer, you ain't shit. So even though at your core, you're like, wow, I really want to be an artist. You don't think it's safe, right? So you deny yourself the ability to really lean into the thing that's calling you and you create dissonance and your body's like yo we gave you these artistic abilities so that you can show up and bring your art and express your art and change people's lives through the, your your beautiful version of expression but you squash that down and you squash that down right and there's only so long that you can squash down these parts of you that are screaming to be in alignment and expressed When you are in a state of misalignment in your life, you can't manifest because the ability to manifest what you want in your life is directly correlated with how worthy you believe to receive the things that you're calling in. If you don't believe that you are worthy enough to have a life that is in alignment, of course the universe is not just going to drop into your lap things that you're asking for, the things that you want in your life, because it needs you to recognize that it gave you that divine wisdom on purpose, that it gave you those divine gifts on purpose. And it's waiting for you to say, okay, yes, I understand that I am worthy enough to be able to live my life in alignment. When you hit that point, the world is fucking yours, right? You are able to accomplish and do, and bring in, and build a life that is attuned to your wildest dreams. If you continue to live in misalignment in your life, not only are you breaking rapport with your intuitive guidance, but a lot of times what we'll do is we end up adopting buffering behaviors, buffering away the pain, the dissonance that we experience from not living our life in alignment, okay? There's a direct correlation between life alignment and how much you, you, you use um, different buffering behaviors, whether that be looking to food for satisfaction, looking for food to control, looking to drugs to numb both pharmaceutical and street drugs mind you um looking to alcohol looking to sex in order to feel some sort of intimacy to fill a void um looking towards basically just looking outside of yourself and trying to use different buffering behaviors in order to try to plug the holes in your heart that are created from being in misalignment okay I think that addressing the buffering behavior by itself, like looking at your relationship with yourself and food just on a conscious level, I think it's really hard to heal that aspect because it's something that is so deeply tied to your alignment with yourself and on the subconscious level, right? So a lot of times I feel like people have a really hard time breaking out of these buffering behaviors because they're only looking at the behavior itself instead of understanding that it's actually has nothing to do with the behavior generally. Yeah. There's like bits and pieces that are, that standalone are a little bit harmful, but like all in all, it all comes down to an alignment problem. To summarize, the more that you are in alignment with your deepest desires, The more that you build rapport with your intuition and your core essence, the more that your subconscious understands that you understand that you are worthy of your deepest desires, the more that the universe will drop into your lap legitimately, whatever it is that you want to call in to your life. You have the ability to create your reality. You just need to get out of your own way. You need to stop letting fear control you and stop believing that everything that you take in favor of that alignment is going to fail. (laughs) Also, a permission slip to understand that we as human beings from an evolutionary perspective are wired to see the negative. Right? Because by seeing the negative, we were able to anticipate what was going to be a destruction point for us. So, if there was something that was going to eat us or if there was something that was going to threaten our survival, right? But now we have to consciously work at rewiring ourselves in favor of this abundance mindset that I was just speaking about. Okay. So hopefully I've laid out these pieces for you guys in a coherent way. Let's get to the coaching activity. So what I want you to do is I want you to pull out a sheet of paper, or you can even do this on your phone if you want to, in the notes section. Just pull something out, and I want you to make six columns, all right? I'm going to give you like a couple seconds to get that figured out, to go to your little, you know, drawer full of your knickknacks and pull out a pencil and a pen um, and a pad of paper and then make those six columns. Okay. So what I want you to write at the top of each column is the following. Okay. I want you to make a, a column for relationships. I want you to make a column for family. I want you to make a column for friends. I want you to make a column for job, a column for aptitude, aka hobbies. Also, fall in that. An aptitude can be vocation and it can be hobbies. Okay, it just kind of depends on what feels right for you. And then the last column is self and self image. Okay, so now together we're gonna go through these and I'm going to walk you through how to rate each of these aspects of your life. The goal here is that it's gonna give you a roadmap and hopefully be an eye opening experience for you to see where you need to take actual steps in order to bring yourself into alignment. Okay, so maybe these are things that you know in the back of your mind, but honestly, until someone like me puts a handle on the idea. Do we actually do something about it? Right? So this is that time you are here for a purpose. So sit your ass down, get your pen and pencil and let's do some work. Okay. So the first column that we're looking at is relationship. All right. This is romantic relationships. We have columns for friends and family. So we're strictly looking at romantic relationship. I want you to rate your romantic relationships on a scale of one to five, one being not aligned, five being very aligned. Okay. Again, I'm just going to repeat this. One, not aligned, five, very aligned. So on that scale, I want you to relate your relationships. So taking into mind, okay. Do you feel like you're able to speak your needs in your relationship? Do you feel like it's safe to be yourself in your relationship? Do you and your partner have similar values? Okay. Okay. For single people who are out there, how you can rate this for yourself is are you aligned with the way that you are out there seeking your partner? Are if you were someone who really craves a relationship, but you find yourself settling for fuckboys, or you find yourself, um, you know, looking for intimacy in very attainable ways, not sustainable ways. Um, just see where you stand with your dating life. Is it an aligned dating life or is it a misaligned dating life? Okay, so the next column is aptitude, which can be hobbies and or vocation. It just really depends on you, okay? So what this looks like, do you have things either within your work? So is your work something that you are like so already obsessed with and you are lucky enough that it is your job? Like for example, for me, before I am doing what I'm doing now, when I was in a corporate job, like everything that I did was focused around health and wellness and the mind, body arts. Okay. Like I would go to lectures. I would take literally after my work would go to lectures and take notes at, um, different companies that were putting on different events. Um, I like was just very heavily participating in the mind, body arts. And as soon as it became my job, it was really great because I got to amplify that even more. And it's, it's, you know, the stuff that I read on the side is still stuff that ties into my work because it's just what I love. Okay. But say you are in a job that you really adore, but it isn't like your, your like, it's not like your favorite thing to do. It doesn't like always put you in a flow state. Making sure that you're cultivating what I like to call satisfaction streams on the outside of that, so that way you're filling up that satisfaction tank that's keeping you in alignment, is going to be extremely important. Okay. So, for example, like I had a client at a certain point who she was working in medical research, but it really wasn't her thing. It was just like a stepping stone until she was getting to medical school. So, even though it was like an aspect of what she did, it just like was not lighting her up. So we really focused on cultivating a satisfaction stream where she got to exercise her aptitudes, um, aptitudes being the things that you are naturally good at or that you have a naturally good eye for. So that way she was cultivating satisfaction on the side. So what that could look like for her is she was really interested in interior design. So although it had nothing to do with her career, right, she would go online to, I think she was like a part of like a, a Facebook group for a certain podcast or maybe a couple of different podcasts, and she would offer to help people design certain aspects of their space for free just so that she was able to help, right, um, and g- help give them some design advice because she had a knife for it. And all she did was just put together like a mini portfolio and voila, she had something to work with, right? Because not everyone has an affinity for design. Um, I have other clients who they really adore music, so maybe they are not working in the music industry, but they really like music, so they DJ or, and that doesn't mean that they need to DJ for people, right? That can be just you DJing at home for club, you know, club family, Um, or it can mean like you playing an instrument or you singing, whatever it is, it just needs to be something that you do on a consistent basis that you get excited about, okay? Excited is the key word here. Job, okay? job column is what we're looking at now. So rating it on a scale of one to five, one being misaligned, not aligned, five being aligned, okay? How aligned are you with your job? Are you excited more than not to wake up every day to go to your job? Do you find that you are able to enter into a flow state at your job? Meaning are you in ever a state where you're working and you just lose track of space and time because you're so into it, right? Are you really frustrated with your job? Do you daydream about leaving your job, but are you too scared to fail if you do leave your job or you too scared that whatever it is that you truly want to do, that people are going to judge you, okay? Take that all into mind. The next column is friends, okay? Okay. Your relationships with your friends are the relationships that you have. Do you have friends that support you? Do you have friends who you can talk to about the different aspects of your life? Do you have friends that you trust? Do you have friends that encourage you in ways that are in alignment with who you want to be, right? Um, Do you have friends that talk shit about you consistently? Do you have friends that have erratic behavior that make you feel less than? All questions to ask yourself. Sometimes we feel... We're afraid to let go of friends because at a certain point in time, we maybe had a very strong relationship with them, but maybe, you know, you guys have diverged and you all have different wants for your life and it's hard to let them go, right? And that's okay. I think reframing our relationships if you're not truly ready to let someone go is a really powerful thing that you can do. Frame them in a way that it works for your life now. If they are not nurturing you as a person, you should seriously evaluate what they're doing in your life because you are a sum of the people that you surround yourself with. And if those people are undermining your confidence and if those people are reinforcing limiting beliefs about yourself, that's only going to hold you back. That's only going to create more anxiety. And your mental health is more important than anyone's feelings. I promise you. Okay. Now we're going to be looking at the family column, okay? So the family column is how in alignment are you with your family, right? How is your relationship with your family? Are there certain family members that you are alienated with? Are there certain family members that you have attachments to where you're scared that if they do not validate some aspect of your life that you are not worthy of having whatever it is that you want, right? That's something that I think we oftentimes overlook that is super important to draw attention to. So how in alignment are you with your family? The next one that I'm looking at is self and self-image. This one is a doozy. So how in alignment are you with yourself? Do you dress in a way that you feel like expresses yourself? Are you scared to dress in that way because you're scared of what people will think? Do you talk? Do you act in alignment with who you truly are? Or do you put on a facade because you're scared for people to see what's beneath you? Perfectionism and the perfectionist of self is only armor that you are putting up so that people aren't able to see who you truly are because you don't feel like it's safe to be who you truly are. Okay? Do you speak your needs? Do you lay down boundaries? What is your dialogue with yourself? Do you talk shit about yourself all the time? Or do you like look in the mirror and you're like, you know what? i fucking got this. Like I'm actually doing really great. I like the way that I look and I cherish the fact that I have a body that functions and that does what it's supposed to. That carries my soul, right? What is the dialogue that happens? Do you look to your body to shrink it down so that You feel like maybe if you shrink your body down, um, that you're not taking up as much space and that people will allow you entrance into their lives, that people will find you to be more worthy because you have a smaller body size, right? So evaluating the self-talk and where you stand with yourself, do you trust yourself to make decisions when it comes to food? Like, Do you believe that your body will ask for what it truly wants and what it truly needs? Do you honor that? Do you pay attention to those cues? Do you give yourself rest when your body's asking for rest? This is a huge one. Like probably the most, I would say like the key to unlocking all the other ones, because when you're in alignment with yourself and the way that you act, it makes it a lot easier to be in alignment with the other aspects outside of yourself, right? The things that you are co-creating with around you. Okay. So Rate All of those aspects. Again, I'm just going to go over all of the different columns. Again, we have relationship, family, friends, job, aptitudes, and self. All right. One misaligned five aligned. Now what I want you to do is I want you to see what are the two or three that you scored the lowest in the most misalignment in. Okay. And your homework is to write down two actionable steps that you can take in order to put yourself in alignment in that aspect. What is something that you can do today in order to start putting yourself in alignment? Okay. Also worth your time, I think is where you are finding misalignment. How about we get really clear about what it would look like for you to be in alignment in that aspect. So write it down. Write down, say maybe it's your job. Maybe you're daydreaming about having a different job, right? Write down what it would feel like to have alignment in that aspect. What does it look like? What are you doing? How does it feel? And feel into that emotion and connect into that emotion every time you're doing the hard work to bring yourself out of misalignment and into alignment, okay? That's really going to help you. That is going to be the motivating force. Because motivating through fear is not what creates expansion. It's connecting to your weeping why that does. Okay, guys. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you found it to be immensely valuable. I'm telling you, this is the key to unlocking abundance and manifestation in your life. Thank you for joining me. If you liked this podcast, please subscribe follow me on Instagram at ritual and routine and chat with me about it. I would love to hear your thoughts about it. If you could leave a review again, would super, super appreciate it. If you could share this podcast with the people that you love, that you think it would resonate with, that would mean the absolute world to me. I will see you guys again soon. Looking forward to chatting. Love you guys. Thank you.